Hey guys, it's Richard Jefferson from the Road Trippin' Pod. Have you been thinking about going to a basketball game, traveling somewhere, you know, just getting out for a good trip? Have you been stalling on booking that trip like I have? Well, the nerds at Nerd Wallet are here to help you take the first steps towards making your dream a reality. Nerd Wallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what's right for you. Maybe you're looking for some quality in-person fun with your friends. Maybe watching a little bit of NBA playoffs. Nerd Wallet can help you compare and find the right travel credit card with a sign-up bonus to use on flights to the game. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Football players used to always come up to basketball players like, man, we picked the wrong sport. Y'all got guaranteed contracts. Y'all got this. And I used to, you know, suck out our chest. It's like, yeah, y'all a bunch of Neanderthals, right? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm looking at these broadcast contracts, and I'm like, shit, man, I played the wrong sport, man. These dudes, damn it. Welcome to this edition of Road Driven with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Rich, it's just the two of us today, which what does that make you think of when it comes to Road Driven and just you and I? Uh, what does that make me think of? That makes me think of the that makes me think of the first episode that Channing wasn't there and I kept acting like Channing was there. I kept acting like Channing was there and um, and our fans got so mad at it him was. and he got so upset. Yeah, I was like, Channing, I was like, Channing, you really not going to record? I was like, Chan- he wasn't even in the room. He wasn't even there. I was like, Allie, just, we're going to act like Channing's just being stubborn. So I was like, Channing, really? You're not, you, you're just not going to come? Fine, fine. You, you explain to the fans, Channing, that, that, that you don't want to do a podcast. Me and Allie will do the ones working. And then we released the episode and everyone got in the mentions and started yelling at Channing. And Channing was not happy and with us. He was not happy. We literally had to go back on the back of the bus and apologize to Channing because he was so upset. And by the way, this is on the way to an NBA basketball game where you guys had to play in three hours and Channing was worried about how we acted like he was in a room, which he was not. Um, so yeah, <laughs> having said that, Channing is not with us this week. He, uh, big fella's a bit under the weather. We don't need to get into any details, but <laughs> he's not feeling good. So uh, it's just Rich and I. And uh, we have oh, plenty to we, talk we, about. Yes, Channing, we won't mess with you. We have plenty to talk about. Yes. So it is time. We're going to dive right in for Compare Your Way There, presented by NerdWallet. Discover the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more at nerdwallet.com. And it is the hot topic. As of late, kind of, it's been a day you've been uh, able to kind of sit on it, but I know you feel strongly. Um, so I'm just going to mention three names, and you're going to take the wheel. Jesus, take okay. the wheel. Uh, Nikola Jokic, Joel okay. Embiid. And Giannis Antetokounmpo. We're going to have a little fun with, obviously, uh, the three finalists for yeah. MVP. <laughs> well, look, I, look, th- this is I, – I, one of the reasons why I hate Twitter so much is people are just so aggro on that app. It's so – like, and, and whatever outlet people need, good for them. That's fine. They're like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bro, it's my job to talk about it. it you don't get paid to talk about it. But, okay, you can have your opinion, Right. My thing about Jokic is he's a hundred percent deserving. Every year, there's probably two or three guys that are deserving. He's not, you know, Embiid's is is deserving. Um, Giannis is deserving. The thing that I merely try to point out in this situation is that 
one of the complaints for the MVP is that like the criteria always change and like people always like bounce around and oh now it's this narrative right and it's true that's why the award is great but it's also somewhat flawed and not flawed from like if you win the MVP that you're not like all, like a future Hall of Famer is that if you win the MVP it should be like certain like criteria or whatever that are somewhat consistently met. I just, in my lifetime of watching and studying the game of basketball and the history of the game of basketball, have not seen back-to-back MVPs that teams never had a chance to really win a championship. Just never had a chance. And that's not Jokic's fault. That's not Jokic's fault. His numbers are MVP-esque. His game is, he's the best passing big man we've ever seen. There's nothing. But at no point in time, when he was raising those trophies, did anyone in the world think that his team had a chance to even win a championship? And that part is not his fault, and you don't want to hold it against him. It's just now we're basically saying it's purely about like his individual performance and how he was the most valuable player to his team. But I guarantee you, if you were to go back in history and use that exact same criteria, the MVPs would look a lot different moving back the last 50, 60 years. If we use a very similar criteria where all of his players got hurt and blah, 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 all of those are true. And none of those things should be held against them, just like they shouldn't be used for him. To be honest, that's my opinion. Go back. Uh, Okay, I hear you on that. However, the only thing that I am kind of not hearing you on is the fact that when you say the MVP who has not or did not have a chance to win a championship. The MVP has nothing to do with the postseason, and you don't win championships based off an 82 regular game season. So agreed, I, uh, agreed. You're... Well, no, no. The, the argument is not flawed. <laughs> the argument is no, no. The argument is not flawed. It just it's the award and how it's handed out is flawed. My argument is consistent in the sense that like. Russell Westbrook won it when he averaged a triple double and did what Oscar Robertson and people thought to, to he basically did the unthinkable. We knew that his team wasn't very good. We knew that he didn't have a chance to win a championship, but like like Oscar Robertson is not like when you put that name up and averaging a triple double, like yes, it like Jokic is the first person with like 2000 points, 1500 rebounds and 700 assists. No one's ever done that before. First person to ever do that. That's not the same as like Oscar Robertson and averaging a triple double, right? Like with all due respect, like averaging a triple double is like been like a NBA benchmark. So we're talking about back to back MVPs also. And you can say one season doesn't have anything to do with the next, but similar narrative are used in both of these seasons that look at what he was able to do and finish the season strong without Jamal Murray and with Michael Porter Jr. And then look at the amazing season he had this year without those guys. So like we can say one season doesn't have to do it with the next, but like similar conversations are being used to help validate his MVP. Right? So like how like that like and so it's not that again, this is not about that he's not fucking the best one probably the best player, second best player, third best player in the world and has been like probably for the last 2-3 years. No, but not the first. <laughs> not the MVP. What? Is it, yeah. but not the no first. i'm not, I, not the no, best you just said. i'm not, it's not I, he's not I, the second or not third saying, best player I, this is my thing <laughs> i am not saying that Jokic is not the mvp or is undeserving of the award my conversation that i enjoy sparking is how the the 
the goalpost, if you will, consistently change based off of like consistent narrative. Because like, let's just go back and talk about some of them. Magic Johnson, back to back. I believe Larry Bird, back to back. Michael Jordan, back to back. LeBron James, back to back. Uh, Steve Nash, back to back. Giannis, back. Like when you start looking Steph. at these MVPs, Steph, back to back. His team won, won the championship and then went on to have seventy three wins the next year. Like. That's what I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying that there's not that Jokic isn't a bad man, but shit, it's like it's it's tough when like so their you, team was was. Go ahead. Can I also preface that this actually is one of my worst nightmares having to do an hour long podcast with Richard Jefferson because one, all he likes to do is debate. Two, all he likes to do is debate, and three, all he likes to do is debate because he never thinks he's wrong. So honestly, no. this is. Oh, I'm cringing inside. Uh, but let's continue because what are all of those individuals, those guys that you just named, what is different about them than Nikola Jokic because they won? So what would you classify them as then? Is there a difference no, no, between no, no. them? Not, champions? Champions? Is that it? No, no, no. no. Well, Steve Nash didn't win a championship. You know, no. I, I, I'm not. It, it's more. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's more of the fact did. that it. Yeah, yeah. It's more. It's more of the fact that it's that people people's arguments out there and they're like well if it's supposed to go to the best player on the best team then it's supposed to be Devin Booker and you're like guys don't do that like Devin Booker is not carrying the weight the same way a Giannis did when he won the MVP or a Joel Embiid who had more 40 and 10s and led the league in scoring if we want to start throwing around stats like you can use stats however you choose um and and, and so it, it's not that they won it's just as much as you guys don't understand that the league is a business and we know that the league is a business and people like in, we know that this is like a business. The league is like, I've said this before. The, the MVP is also a team award. That's why it would often go to the best player on the most dominant team, right? Steph Curry. If, if Clay Thompson is hurt and Draymond is hurt, Steph doesn't win 73 wins and probably doesn't win the MVP that year. Right. Because don't forget the Golden State War are the San Antonio Spurs won like sixty nine games that year, so like they didn't even clinch till like three games to go. Like that's how like that could have easily gone to somebody on the Spurs or let's say Kawhi Leonard was having that type of year. Whatever. My point is is that your team success does contribute to the MVP, does it not? During the regular I'm, I'm, season, I'm and we talked about these yes, three yeah, finalists yes. being damn near neck and neck in the conference standings. But first of all, the Western Conference was the the weaker of the oh, two conferences. Here we go. Let's just break down the uh, entire it's true. league and all no, but of its it, flaws. No, but that's what you if you're voting for the MVP, these are the things that you have to do. Like LeBron okay, so James, when it, he was a number one seed, when he was the number one seed and won a championship, his one of his biggest things, one of the greatest players of all time, if not the greatest, top two, top five, whatever you want, wherever you have him on your list, one of the things was like. People didn't think that I could do it in the Western Conference. People didn't think that I could go win a championship through the Western Conference. Two years it took me, right? Like, so we know that there is a conversation between which conference is stronger. They use that to devalue LeBron James and go, well, he did it in the East. And it's like, well, he was also in the West and took him two years when he was 35 years old to win a championship. So, like, what's the argument now? He heard that. He even vocalized it. So when I say that it is a team award, team award. Puts my respect okay. on my name. I'm not making this up. I'm just as a person that loves and and like 
I study it because I fucking am obsessed with this league. I love the history of the league. I didn't just pull that LeBron James statement out of my ass. It's like, no, I've studied this shit. I, I wish I didn't. I wish I knew another and, way to live my life. And look, you also understand where all the conversations, all the narratives, all the trolls, all the hate is coming from when it comes from the Denver fan base specific to this. Because yeah. look, you're a part of the Nets. I'm a part of the Cavs. I was a part of the Lakers. You get to see, especially up close, you get to see your players, your athletes, a hell of a lot more than someone that is not there in your shoes. So, of course, your opinion, your thought, your feeling is going to be a little bit more. And look, rightfully so. I get it. With that said, take a shot. You are a smart man. You have a lot of ideas. And, uh, of course, you like to debate, as we've discussed. So, how would you describe what the MVP should what should the criteria be if you had to lay out three to five like this is it and this is how you win the award what is it I'd split the award (laughs) (laughs) I would do I would do offensive player of the year I would do offensive player of the year and then I would do the MVP because I think that's where it gets muddled Right. And that's oftentimes why I would go to the best player on like the best team. Right. Like that's a benchmark. Uh, And I think when you look at the most valuable player versus the person like like historically, like even when Russell got had the triple double, you would say that he should have gotten the offensive player of the year. Should he have won the MVP? Was he the most valuable player in the league? No, he accomplished something that we hadn't seen and thought to be unthinkable. And, and we hadn't seen in, what, 40 years. So, like, that's what basically boosted him to the MVP race because he averaged a triple-double the next five years or five out of the next six years or whatever. He ain't never been in the MVP race again. Like, just, we're, yeah, guys, I'm not making this up. Like, this, that's true. He was never in the MVP race after that first year because we'd seen those stats, and it wasn't as impressive anymore, and it just became that. So then people started judging on his team's success. Even now, the triple-doubles, it's like, oh, is he playing a good brand of basketball? Is he doing this? There are still questions about not the validity because let me tell you this, as a person that had one triple-double in my 17-year <laughs> career, that shit ain't easy to do. That's it. Right. So like, but there are, there are people. Yeah. Just one. I've had, you know what it was. I always missed it on rebounds, which was absurd. I'd had double digit. I've had double digit assists multiple times. And that was the year you won you your know? championship in those finals games. That was like your biggest value rebounding the basketball. Um, rebounding the basketball. <laughs> okay. Fun. So you would just split, you would just split offense and, and MVP. So what would be the criteria for the MVP player then? What is that based so the, on? So I, I think the MVP, I, I think the MVP is not just the plus minus stat. It's it's that's a big part of it, and and people use it more. I think it's more of the lines of, you know, teams that are out there competing at the highest level to win a championship. If you are the mm-hmm. guy that is going out there and you have put your team in a position to win a championship, that's the most valuable player. Not the most valuable individual player to his team, right? Like not not like like again, Russell I think finished 7th maybe, you know, Jokic's team finished 6th. And look, they didn't have a great supporting cast around them. That's not that's not disputed. Okay. And and you know, I just look at it from a standpoint of like if you want to give those guys the offensive player of the year, a hundred percent, but like MVP should be a guy that has put his team in the best position to win a championship. Do you know how you put yourself in the best position to win a championship? You have the best record in the league, right? 
That this is a, this is like how this stat works out. You have the best record in the league, so you have home court throughout the league, or you have the best record in the conference, so you have home court throughout that conference, right? Or how you played against the other top players to put yourself, your team in that position. That's the most valuable player in the league because he's dominating the league and put his team in a position to win the league. That's the most valuable player in the league is the guy who puts his team in the best position to win the league. The one thing, how much do you factor, two-part here, how much do you factor when that player is not on the floor? Which, look, these three, when we're talking about this comparison, they were available. Joel played 68 games. Nicola played 74 games. Giannis played 67 games. But when they're not on the floor, for instance, the Bucks were 6-9 and nine without Giannis. The nice. Sixers were 6-8. Six and eight. Six and nine without Joel, and they were two and six without nice. the Joker. Six and eight. I didn't say well, six and eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, so, but now let me say this. Some of this, and we know this with LeBron, is that when you have a player as great as Jokic, everything is him. You just put him on the court. He's like LeBron James. <laughs> He's like Luka, where it's just like, just put him on the court and tell the other four guys to move. Just keep moving, and he'll find you or he'll score. That's all it is. So, like, mm -hmm. that that can be skewed. But then there's also coaching. You also look at coaching. I think coaching has a lot to do with it. Look at what uh, Taylor Jenkins has done without Ja, right? Like, his record is, what, what are they, 21 and 5 without Ja? 20 and 5. Like, that isn't, yeah. like Tyus Jones ain't j 20 and 5. That's not, that's, not, that's, not that's not Tyus Jones, even though he's a very good player. That's coaching, that system. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ja still is probably is a first team, no lower, lower than second team All-NBA, this guy, right? NBA, you know, finished his team second, right? Like, people in at one point in time were talking about could he win the MVP because he had elevated his team to a certain level. And so when I look at the plus minus and guys out, I, I think that has something to some some to do with it because your availability is partly putting yourself your team in a position to win the league. The more available you are, the better. So so like yes, I, would I weigh someone that played eighty one games versus someone that played sixty seven games? Yes, I, I would one hundred percent. I would pro I would weigh eighty two over. I would play eight, weigh eighty two over eighty. Right. Oh, no, sure. I would wait last 82 question. over 70. Excuse me. Yeah. Last question. Do you think it should be a playoff and regular season award? No. No. I think finals MVP is that. I think finals. Oh, I, no, I keep don't. Keep that I, to that. If there, if, oh, yeah. Yeah, keep that to that. Yeah, I agree. I don't mm -hmm. think that it should go into the postseason. Right? But I think that's where people get. It's like, yo, you're going to give it to a guy or a guy at any point in time that's not a shot at Jokic because his player, Jamal Murray, you know, if these years weren't missed, this dude has a chance to be a 10-time All-Star, right? Like, Jamal Murray's a bad, bad man. You know, Michael Porter Jr. is a problem. So, like, I get that aspect, but I think 100% the finals MVP is the MVP of the tournament. Don't bleed them together. But you'd also imagine that if you're the MB, you want to see the MVP go on that journey. You want to see that's part of it. Can the MVP win a champion? Can an, can an, an MVP win the Super Bowl? Can the MVP win a World Series? Like that's part of it. And if we just go purely stat based, we're gonna put ourselves in a position where it's like the guy that we feel is going to get the MVP. We're not going to be watching him after the first five games of the postseason. I understand. Not that. his fault. I was gonna say, 
shout out to you, Nikola Jokic, back to back MVP of the National Basketball Association. Back MVP. Congrats. Congratulations, my guy. My guy. Um, okay, yeah. so let's transition. And like, look, into... he was the last team. He was the last guy I played with. I love him. Yeah, a hundred percent. I know you do, and you like his owner, yeah. possibly. Good friends with oh. his owner. Ah, oh, he's all right. Um, <laughs> he's yeah. all right. Uh, mm-hmm. Just for our listeners, there is a delay. So that's why we're trying to kind of navigate this um, because, again, we're still doing things virtually. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. I was at uh, yeah, my fault. Yeah. No, you're good. I, I'm just kind of going off of your vibe. Um, so let's dive into some more we're, topics. We should have done. Thing- by the way, by, wait, really quick, really quickly. I'm sorry. I hate this delay. We should have just done this together. We're both in L.A. Why are we in two different places once Jan? Like, what are we doing? You're literally around the corner from me. Um, yeah, what the hell? Okay. Wow, we are the most genius human beings. Let's take a quick time out because we have a few great products that we want to tell you about this week. Hey, everyone. It's Richard again for our friends at NerdWallet. You still dreaming about a trip to the NBA playoffs this year? Well, what if I told you NerdWallet can help you take the first steps to making that dream a reality? NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what's right for you. And since you're already planning on going to the playoffs, let's bring along a friend, why don't we? NerdWallet can help you find a travel rewards credit card with a sign-up bonus to use on your hotel for the whole crew. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. All right, Road Trippers, have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it, and we know you will too. Price Picks has the best NBA prop game across the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. Want to get in in the game now? There's no better time with the NBA playoffs in full swing. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is pick two to five players and select an over-under on their daily projections. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make this year's NBA playoffs a little more exciting and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your App Store and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You've been traveling a lot and you've been taking your athletic greens with you. You've been taking the travel packs of your athletic yes. greens with you? Uh. No, no. Wait, we look. It's the same reoccurring thing. Like, where is my extras? Like, who? Where is my extras? Oh, you need more. Still, you still need more. I need more. I need more. Yes, I'm. I'm uh, running through. I must it. have Every left your address off. Every I day must have left scoop. your address off. Apparently, Channing needs his athletic That's greens rude. too, and he's been waiting on his order because he is under the weather. Um, I still take them daily because obviously athletic greens, in case you don't know, have 75 different kind of vitamins and minerals. They are packed, whether it's in the scoop or the travel packs that Rich takes with him for his traveling here in the postseason. Um, it's good for obviously your immune support, the clarity, the energy, etc. But the one thing I have noticed, I don't know if you notice this as a man, Richard, I'm not sure. I don't live in a man's body, but I've noticed a difference in bloating. So women, check that out. Um, I am a big advocate of that de-bloatation, consistently having taken my athletic greens. So I know Rich is a big supporter of it. 
supporter of it. Channing is as well. Let's go. Send um, we me shout more. him out all the time. Send him more, please, um, because we mean it. So to make it easy for you guys, our listeners, our viewers, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supportive vitamin D and five free travel packs that we love with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin'. Take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin' and get started today. Um, okay, so yeah, when we dive me into these better. topics, uh, we do like to keep roadtrippin', our ride or dies, they understand this. We do like to keep roadtrippin' funny and obviously more um, evergreen, but just bear with us. It is Tuesday as we are recording this, and it doesn't get dropped until Thursday. What is happening right now at a rapid rate? Playoff games. So, yeah, we're probably going to be like a day or so late by the time this hits, but it's just because it's the timing of everything. So as we dive into mm-hmm. the latest, um, just keep that in mind. Where do you want to start, Rich? Which series? I know last night we were kind of talking a little bit of the two games, which was obviously the Warriors and Grizz, and then obviously, what was the other one? Boston and uh, Milwaukee. Should we start there? Let's start with those games. Boston-Milwaukee? Yeah, let's start with Boston and Milwaukee. Give me a hot take on Boston Uh, and Milwaukee. I I think that without Middleton, I believe Boston will win and should win because no different how we looked at the Brooklyn Nets different – Right, like after Boston lost to Milwaukee in that game one, because everyone looked at Boston losing to Milwaukee in game one, and we were like, "Wow, yeah." And I looked at, it, I was like, "Damn, the Nets must have been really far away," because Boston made them look like kids. And then first game on the road, Milwaukee comes out and punches them in their mouth without Chris Middleton. Shows you how good Milwaukee is and how far away Brooklyn is. But what I see a little bit of is the way they are playing right now is the way they played when Giannis won his two MVPs where he would have to work so hard. He was at the top of the key and he was doing all the work and he runs, he he's run out of steam at the end of these last two games, right? Their team has because with no Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton became their closer during the finals runs. And yeah, Giannis had a 50 ball and all that stuff. But like, if you look at the last five, seven minutes, it was, yeah, it was it was Middleton knocking down threes, running pick and rolls with Giannis, posting players up, making plays, him and Drew Holiday. And so now you see Drew Holiday was five for twenty, right? Like all of these things are like are are just becoming so much for them to do because to win a championship, the margins are so small. And now Giannis is forced to play the brand of basketball that ultimately the Bucks were probably criticized for a couple of years ago and they had gotten away from. But this is really the only option that they have with no Chris Middleton. And so I think over the course of 48 minutes, the last five, six minutes, they're exhausted. They haven't been playing this style of basketball, this physical, this aggressive, right? You, regular season's different than what you're doing with right now. You got to go against Boston every damn night. Like that, that shit gets exhausting. And so I just see that series as if Middleton doesn't play, if Boston loses, it's going to be they, if Boston loses this without Chris Middleton, boy. Y'all weren't really real. Y'all weren't real contenders in, in my opinion. Really? If you lose if you lose to the Bucks without their second best player, oh, if their Boston. second best player would have been playing if Boston loses. If Boston loses. If you lose without yeah. your second their second best player, that means to me, if they yeah. beat you in six, that means they would have beat you in four or five with Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. 
right? So then if you I were beaten you that, yeah. in four or five, like, the, yeah, I'm not, that's not a knock on Boston. I know they are real. They're bad, bad boys. But, like, in the hierarchy of, like, could they win a championship, you got to take the defending champion to six or seven, especially if they're shorthanded. If they beat you, then you probably, you know, Do you were think you the, really – do you think there's too much on the shoulders of Drew Holiday? Yeah, hundred percent. There's a difference between being a one B, a one B, and a one A. There's a difference between being a one B and a one C. He's great in that one C role, and he's mm-hmm. actually a more efficient scorer. You ask him to be a one B role, he could do it for a night, he can do it for a two, but you're asking him to do it for an entire series, do an entire postseason. Like people can be stars in in the roles that you asked them to star in he has yeah. starred in the role as that one c guy starred like you're like oh damn he's amazing you put him in the one b role or if you put him in the one a role yeah like that's not where he that's not where he, he will like play his best version it's it's kind of like and i'm not comparing these two individuals but it made me think of that yeah. first year the Cavs made it to the finals and what player i'm about to talk about who had you play more mm. and give more and then he ended up in the hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Telly. Della he gave Dova. it to you for a game. Yeah. I, I, but then the expectation. Again, not comparing uh, players. Do not come at me on Twitter. Um, no, but it's, okay. it's, 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 look, if you're. Go ahead. No, go on. You got it. No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm saying, I was like, it's because, like, everybody's built differently. Like, everybody, yeah. like, what, what, what the best version of themselves mm-hmm. is going to look different. You know, as long as you're giving 100 percent, it's not about being better than somebody else. Okay, so moving on to the next um, game that we were talking about, and I kind of um, disagreed with you a little bit on your take of the Warriors Memphis. And then I saw later what Draymond said, and I agreed 100 percent with it. We can sit here and we can say that they may look lazy. They may look. Uh, they may be disappointing because they're not coming out and doing what you know what we all expect them to do because of who they are. Um, but when Draymond says we're not the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, you're playing against the war. That's where I'm at. It's, it's kind of like that mentality of like, they know how to take care of business. They understand. And it's kind of like they're bored. Like, let's move on to the next round. However, they understand that when it's time to that's buckle dangerous. up. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. It is dangerous, and I did Don't, say yeah, that. You I say, did that. say that. You say that. You say, <laughs> no, I did say, say I said that. it was dangerous. I did. I said it is dangerous. However, that's why that's there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of experience. And when they flip that switch I, and they. Here we are. OK, that's fair. Warriors so up. I was again. critical. I was. I, yeah, I was critical of the Golden State Warriors last night, like because of this. I I know them. I've looked Steph in the eye in a game seven. I've looked at Draymond in the eye and been on the same team as him in the postseason. I know what these guys are capable of. I know who they are at their core. And they're some bad, bad men, right? And so when I go out there and I see a game that they do not lead against a team without their best player and they do not lead until the final minute of the game, I'm sorry, bro. You guys can do this. But one, you shouldn't. I'm not saying they cheated the game or any of that stuff. But like, if Dre were to come in into the locker room, I was one of the assistant coaches. I wouldn't be like, "Hey, everybody, bring it in, good win." No, I'd be like, "Guys, we got this." But like, 
we have bigger goals than 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 uh than Memphis. Memphis. And like we need to be playing the than Memphis. We need to be playing the right style of basketball. Tonight was not the right style. I'm glad we got the win, but like we got some work to do. So like if I come into the media and say that same type of message of the message that they should be hearing in the locker room, then like I'm not hating on them. I'm not saying that they can't turn it up. I'm not saying that they're not going to win or anything. I'm just saying I hold them to a different standard because I've looked into their eyes and I know what they're capable of. And that wasn't even close to the standard that that was a C plus game for them. They weren't even even B plus locked in. I think the only question I have and they still won. the only accountability I have for you here is one, let's go back to what we were just talking about moments ago. And it is a fact that the Memphis Grizzlies play completely different when John Moran is not on the floor. And obviously they pro proven, they had proven in the regular season 20 and five without him, not saying that he's not a great player. We all know who Ja is. He is that, that man, but I want to know for someone like yourself, which is going to transition us into the Miami Heat Sixers series, because it makes me think of that time that you guys were up 2-0 and you decided to make a little jump across the pond and go to Toronto, and then that series came back 2-2. Let's be human, Rich. People have looked you in your eye. People know what you're capable of, and people know that you're also human. There are nights, there are moments that things like that happen. The difference is, is that not everyone can turn that switch. Not everyone can be those guys. And guess okay. what? I, I got some for that. Sorry. I got some for that. They can. They are. They're look. But but that's the thing though. Like, but you got to understand though, is that like, you know, the margins for error get smaller and smaller when the <laughs> that further you go. They get smaller. They get smaller and smaller the further you go. So you don't want your guys playing with their food in the second round when. You know what I'm saying? You don't want them doing that. You like you don't that that's not. And what was the example that I was going to give? Because I oh I had a doozy. I was for really you. good with that one. Um, oh a doozy. That was really good. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good one. No, I I think for the Golden State. Okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> They're allowed to have an off night. I got I got it. I knew I had it for you. Chris Paul. So Chris Paul seven turnovers game three first half. Like what? Like we ain't seen this in his life. Never seen this, right? Ever in his life. And so the next day, the next day, or at the end of the game, I'm like, look, this is Chris Paul. The dude was also 14 for 14 a week ago. Like, right. he's allowed to have an off night. The Phoenix Suns, they only lost two games in a row, five times, I think, something like that this past season, and they didn't lose three in a row. So they'll be fine. They are going to answer the call, right? So that was my thought process. Then what did he do? Chris Paul came out, had six fouls uncharacteristic like what on earth don't get me into this whole was it fouls was it fouls yes his fouls were fouls one of his fouls got reviewed and was still a foul right so like (laughs) they were fouls my point is this is that like i know that the warriors can turn it up but imagine if golden if phoenix if phoenix didn't take care of those first two games at home and let one of them get away and then Chris Paul comes out here and has two of his worst games that he's ever had now all of a sudden everything looks different my point is is that you can't take it for granted right I thought Chris Paul was no way Chris if you would I would have bet the house that Chris Paul was going to have a more impressive performance he had more fouls than points in game three or game four excuse me yeah so my point of being critical with the Warriors is Guys, I know what you guys are capable of. I believe in you guys. You guys are bad men. And part of that is going out and showing it every night. And that means if a team doesn't have Ja Morant, 
you should not have your first lead with a minute to go. We're not talking about up 20 and then they let them come back. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like with a minute to go, Warrior fans were stressed. I'm and sure that's, like not, that's not the dominance that they're capable of. To go. Something along those lines, Allie. <laughs> I also think that it's really impressive. <laughs> if, if the so numbers are the if, other side, yeah, of the if fence. it's 40. By the way, people on Twitter, okay, that's just fine. because I've been watching them and I've been watching them at this level, I feel like for Jesus forever, um, I make one comment and people are like, how can she work for the Laker Network and be a Warrior fan? I'm not a Warriors fan, but I do appreciate domination. I do appreciate greatness. I do appreciate. I am a Tom fan. Brady fan and every single yeah. time he's in the Super Bowl, I root for Tom Brady. Like that's, by the yeah. way, that contract rich. Yeah, I mean, I fucking I played the wrong sport. I thought I played the right sport until I got into broadcasting. Then I realized I played the wrong sport. Like I used to always be like like football players used to always come up to basketball players like, man, we picked the wrong sport. Y'all got guaranteed contracts. Y'all got this. And I used to, you know, sick out our chest is like, yeah, y'all a bunch of Neanderthals. Right. Yeah. Blah, blah. Now I'm looking at these broadcast contracts and I'm like, shit, man, I played the wrong sport, man. These dudes. Damn it. Oh, yeah. my. Good for them. That does it for this edition of Road Trippin'. Join us on Friday as we'll continue our NBA playoff discussion and get into some off-the-court stories that caught our attention this week. And as always, like, rate, and subscribe. Have a question or topic for our next show, you know what to do. Text or leave us a voicemail at 657-522-5578. That's 657-5-CALL-RT. See you next time. All right, Road Trippers, have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it, and we know you will too. Price Picks has the best NBA prop game across the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. Want to get in in the game now? There's no better time with the NBA playoffs in full swing. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is pick two to five players and select an over-under on their daily projections. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make this year's NBA playoffs a little more exciting and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy.